This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. Alright, welcome to the show everybody, welcome to the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tomcat, aka Tom Thompson, and it is a bright and early morning with Brett. The man of many tastes. The man of many tastes. <laughs> this should be pretty interesting, um, we got coffees going, it's uh, never too early to uh, talk about conspiracy theories. Nope, never ever. Oh yeah. Mm. French press coffee with a bit of rum in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, it's never too early to uh, discuss some conspiracy theories, and I thought this would be pretty interesting. So we're back again. Um, you know, when this comes out, the Halloween season is now over. So everybody, if you haven't checked out the Halloween special, make sure to go check that out. It is uh, is quite funny. We had Slender Man Child make an appearance. <laughs> A.K.A. Billy. <laughs> yes, Slender Billy. Um, so this should be kind of interesting. I wanted to start to get into more in depth into the conspiracy side of stuff or the truth. It depends how you look at it. Um, but I've had a, a lot of ideas of getting really in depth with some of the lore around like Freemasons and, and secret societies. Uh, the other night I just wrote out a deep episode about secret societies. So that should be pretty interesting. And um, that's one that we could, a bunch of us could kind of rally in on because it's pretty interesting. But I found some like crazy information that, you know, and I, I said this uh, on a video kind of thing for the fans of the show is that, you know, I want to start really diving into some of the the deep, going down the rabbit hole and getting deep into the conspiracy theory side of things. And, uh, you know, that some of it could be true. Some of it might be slightly true and some might not be true at all. It depends how you kind of look at things, right? That's why it's called conspiracy. I know, exactly. <laughs> but then they coined the term conspiracy theory to discredit people. Because right, the word conspiracy has always been around, but it's like a conspiracy theory. And then it kind of like, I do believe that it was coined by the CIA to like discredit people. And people claim that this well, or that. I feel like that goes with Hollywood too. When, they, when there's yeah. ever a theory out there, they put it in the movie. It's like, oh, you can't say that. That wasn't a movie. Like, Yeah, I know. They definitely do that. There's that uh, movie that recently came out. It was called, I haven't watched it yet, but I'd like to. It's called uh, They Clone Tyrone. And uh, it's uh, and it's funny. I think Jamie Foxx is in it, and now there's all these theories that Jamie Foxx was cloned because he's like a he looks different. He's like a different skin color, and his eyes are a little more apart, and some weird stuff, man. And and it's and everything that we get into, like uh, on the intro, right? Like uh, the intro song is like they clone celebrities, which eventually we'll get into an episode about that. I kind of want to branch off and do a bunch of stuff like that. So I wanted to talk about Albert Pike and the predictions of the three world wars, considering what's going on now. Yeah. And, um, and I have talks to get into an episode about the Karzarian Mafia, which is uh, people, 
people may not be able to handle some people might not be able to handle that one because it gets into some anti-semitic territory but you know i am not really trusting what's going on with this war on either side but when everyone rallies to one team i'm kind of more skeptical of that team mm. so to speak you know it's funny how everyone's like jumping on the Palestinian side simultaneously. Yeah, but even there, it, it is weird that like it's been kind of split where then you have a lot of the right wingers like on Israel's side um, and then you have a lot of the leftists on Palestinian side. But like someone that I go towards when it comes to information about this stuff is Immortal Technique. He's a, a famous rapper um, or should be more famous than he is. And he actually like stopped really rapping to go to the third world and to help people and to, you know, um, actually be a revolutionarist like he said he was going to be. And I, I do think both sides have committed and are complicit in war crimes, but people don't realize how deep this history goes. And now, you know, like I don't try to focus on one group or the other, but there's, there's a very shady shit that the Israeli government has done to the Palestinians on the both sides are that's basically the entirety of the bible yeah, i don't know if you know that yeah it's uh it's not it's not good right they kept children in detention centers and you know abuse happened there's a lot of like really dark aspects of that whole conflict um and there's good people and bad people on both sides that's how it works people get radicalized and they you know they, i did a video where i was like if you if you're radicalized to believe that your beliefs um, are the ones that are like better that if you, if you really believe in what you are fighting for then you might die for that belief and then if you've been brainwashed or conditioned to believe in what you believe in mm -hmm. and you're going to die for it then there is no like then both sides are just going to keep killing each other I liked uh, I liked um, Luke Rakowski's uh, quote which um, when this all came out and he was like um, the killing of innocent people uh, does not justify the killing of innocent people so mostly in, you know, if people understand how warfare works, it is uh, <clears throat> the majority of people that was murdered even in World War One and Two were a lot of uh, innocent civilians. It's true. It's collateral damage for like a war. And, and I think if, if, if people are for the, because there's people that are on the, on the right that are like very for Israel and being like, well, they got attacked. So they have the right to defend themselves. And I'm like, to an extent, yeah, I guess, but you can't be just indiscriminately bombing Gaza when innocent people and children, there's like all these children that are, you know, getting massacred and stuff like that on both sides. But specifically in Palestine, because they were just dropping bombs like nothing. And it's funny because I just released one of my uh, songs, uh, my older songs, and I was like, um, millions dead in Gaza as the Western world just sits back in laughter. And it's just kind of funny because I wrote this like in 2013, I like produced it and released it or whatever. And so I decided to put it on Spotify and YouTube music. And it's just funny because I was talking about this a long time ago that they, what they've done to Gaza Strip and... I don't trust the Zionist. I'm sorry, but I don't trust that. And if, and a lot of, if there was a video I posted where it was, um, um, a very Jewish guy with the locks and all in, uh, downtown New York, we are smoking cigars at Brett's bar. Just so everyone's aware if they hear them getting light up. Cause I need to get lit up again too. There is, um, there's a lot of Jewish people that, you know, they believe that if you actually take the Torah by its word and you follow that or whatever, that Jews shouldn't have their own country. It goes against what they believe in, actually. 
Juice? Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's interesting. I don't know if I trust what we're being told about anything, man. Well, I don't even know anything about Israel, let alone what's going on over there. So I don't, yeah. know, I don't know you could have an opinion on it. I don't know why they decide, well, I don't know why they can't find common ground, honestly. No, it is true. And, and you know, I've looked into this stuff and I've listened. There's like a bunch of rappers that I enjoy that like have talked about it. It made me aware of the situation when I was like younger. Um, but like there is parts of, you know, there's, there's, there's extreme, there's extremist Muslims and there's extremist Jews and there's extremist Christians and there's extremists like everybody. So, you know, once you start getting down that dangerous path of like, you think you're right. And there was also Muslim people shouting that like, you know, this is the religion that everybody should like follow and stuff like that. And that's also wrong. The whole idea is we should all be living by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery, right? So I keep, people are like flabbergasted about the stuff that I've been saying recently on like some of my like political platforms. Like I called out Pierre Polyev, right? I just said that like, I think he's a puppet and we don't necessarily know if we should trust him and that politicians lie. And they, we know one thing about politicians is they lie over and over again, right? And then people like freaked out. <laughs> like it got a lot of views and people were like, well, it's better than Trudeau, da, da. And then I was like, did a video. I was like, you should probably go through my account and look through all the videos of me calling out Trudeau. I was like, just because I criticize one politician does not mean I'm for the other. Yeah. It is weird that people would like, their minds like break and they don't understand when someone like me that is like a, a libertarian or an anarchist, I'd probably say that in anarchy uh, in Canada. <laughs> but that's what I would be because I don't trust any side of government. Yeah. And I feel like you're kind of the same way. Like, obviously... The- I, I, I could live perfectly fine if I didn't have to pay taxes. Yeah. I'd be able to live on my own. Like, I'm healthy enough on my own. But, yeah. like, I grow my own food, but... Taxation is theft. 100%. And, like, <laughs> when you buy property, it's just like, no, well, you got to pay property taxes. Like, well, do I own it then? Because if you a- don't pay it, then they take it from you. So exactly. are so you, you just renting really or what are you doing? You're renting it from the government. That's why it's like... People are so lost with all this stuff where it's like someone said like, well, you, I bet you love the carbon tax. It's like, no, I don't trust either side. It's the same bird in my opinion. And then who knows that Pierre and Trudeau could be buddy, buddy behind closed doors and we would never know it. Let's be honest. They probably went to the same. Who was at a uh, George Carlington? It's like mm-hmm. it's one big club and you're not in it. They go to yeah. the same clubs. They yeah, go to George the same Carlin, rest, yeah. restaurant. He called they it the show up. long time, time Oh, ago. yeah. He says like they may look like they're fighting against each mm-hmm. other, but the reality is that you're the enemy. Yes. And they make it look like they're hashing it out. I don't know. Even like when they dragged the speaker in recently where they had the new speaker. He's the first black speaker or whatever for the house. And they like drag him in as a thing. And people were like, what? Like they do this? And it's like a tradition. They drag him in. And it's just like, because what? He doesn't, he, they don't want to do their job. So they have to like force them to do it. And like, you know, Trudeau and Pierre just laughing together, bringing him up. And I was like, and a lot of people were like, mm, you think that these people are. I don't know. I don't trust anything. That's why we're going to talk about this. So this is going to kind of be, we're going to get into a little bit of Masonic rituals and then ended on Albert Pike, um, Albert Pike's prediction of World War Three. We're going to go through his predictions for World War One through uh, three. And it's uh, pretty fascinating, actually. So pub, uh, popular history and text encyclopedias generally paint the Illuminati as we will do a whole episode about the Illuminati at some point. We kind of did back in the day of the show, but I would like to really recover it uh having its origins in 1776 bulvaria however the origins back further uh even go back further the illuminati are tied directly through uh, masonry to the sun and the isis cults of ancient egypt 
Uh, the term Illuminati was uh, used by an early writer, Mendez uh, Playo. I'm not going to pronounce probably his name that well. So as the early as 1492, and it actually it's attributable to the group known as the Aluma the Illuminados in Spain. And the Illuminados were uh, said to receive secret knowledge from an uh, unknown higher source resulting in superior human intelligence. The group was commanded by uh, the edict of the Grand uh, Inquisitor in 1623. And what is another battle that is long running a war between the Catholic Church and secret societies? Because that's why there was people that believe that like <clears throat> the Illuminati originally started as a good group to fight against the, the Catholic Church church and what they were doing to people and and forcing people to believe in their religious i thought that was the knights templar though mm -hmm. that's part of it too right like you really have to work those things mm -hmm. smoking up these cigars because um they they start off with that too is like kind of like being like warriors in some extent and, and like in fight and then they end up like being bought out in some regard by the catholic church and the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah. I was watching a video on that the other day on how that actually kind of came to be. How the Roman Empire was failing and they're like, well, how do we keep, you know, the future? Yeah. So they they bought into Christianity, yeah. built that, and then they, what they did, they filled all the Greek temples and all the statues that you see of certain people. Like, oh, this is St. Person, St. Yeah. Michael, St. Joseph, St. Mary. And then they just took the Greek gods that you usually saw mm -hmm. and relabeled them as that. Well, that's what they've done with everything, right? They they just like repackage it. They take pagan, uh, <clears throat> you know, pagan traditions, and then they repackage it as Halloween or Christmas and all these other like it's, and and that's why it's going to be really interesting when we get into our secret societies episode, um, because that, doing that research was fascinating to me of cutting through all this stuff, and I get it from this really back backdoor site. That sounds weird, but like some of these sites that um, they use like the way way back machine to like, which is a internet thing where you can search the archives of the internet that have been maybe taken down or kind of erased. And uh, you're able to find information. So they use a lot of articles like that. They take articles from books um, and everything. And it's it, it's a huge site. Even the Secret Societies things had like a list of all these links you could click. And then it's like this huge long article. So I was like deciphering through it. And be like, oh, there could be a bunch of episodes about this. But I wanted to get the basics of so people understand. And me and Billy talked about... Freemason and the Freemasonry and the connection to Lucifer and a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that and I don't I don't necessarily know like if they're bad or whatever but I, I I don't know from what I've heard and and you know got into I do think that it's uh I don't know something there's something sketchy about the Freemasons see this is some of my research when I was getting into the the secret societies and how many of them that we at least know of and stuff like that is like it's kind of fascinating so um some writers claim that this group known as the illuminated ones um were founded by Joachim of Flores uh, of the 11th century and taught uh, as uh, taught a primitive, supposedly Christian doctrine of poverty and equality, the tactic to disguise the illuminous behind the thin veil of Christianity is known and well-established theme. Later, this group said to have become violent and pl uh, pl like being, you know, going after the rich and plundering the rich and therefore, you know, discrediting Christianity as a whole. So in a lot of research, I don't know, I've done it. And that's why I don't know if it's biased, if it's written by someone who is Christian. Um, but they, it does seem like a lot of groups attack Christianity in a big way. I wonder why that is. I wonder why, like, out of all religions, Christianity is the most persecuted. But then someone might say that the, that the Jewish people are. 
or like, you know, the, you know, Judaism or whatever. And then people can claim and they claim Muslim is or whatever. And it's just like everyone well, thinks like, that really think about it. Like. I know. So still others trace the Illuminati to the dreaded, uh, Ishmaelian sect of Islam, which is actually kind of interesting, also known as the Assassins. Assassin? Founded in 1090 by Hussein Sabah, uh, this group combined the use of drug hashish with murder as their main path to illumination. Just getting absolutely ripped and deciding who they're going to kill. Yeah, and maybe doing ritualistic like sacrifice and stuff like that. Um, which is interesting. It's it seems like they always do with all these cults. It all has to do with like sacrifice and you know like there's there's theories you know that Freemasons do like um, humiliation rituals. And I said that I think that Trudeau could be part of this. Why everywhere he goes, this guy is humiliated on the world stage. And then the and doesn't get involved in any of the conversations. <laughs> no, no, he just doesn't even think like he's it's like definitely like someone else is thinking for him. He's just doing the bidding and then just recycling talking points um, and gaslighting people. But the whole there is a theory that he killed his own brother. That 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 they murdered his brother because um, <clears throat> his brother died in this weird accident. And then afterwards, there's a, a video of him and his mom talking, and he seems like emotionless. And it's very bizarre. And they think that like you have to sacrifice someone you love, someone you care about, something you care about to get, gain the path to some of these cults. He could just be a strip psychopath. Yeah, it's true. I mean, his dad but, was for Del Castro. I know. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Killing was, uh, well, they actually, they went over to Cuba many times and supposedly there was a lot of wild parties going on there. So, mm, I don't know. So killing was a mystical experience to this branch of the mystery schools, which eventually we'll dive into that also. It's just we're just kind of getting surface level, and I told you I want to start diving deep into stuff. They not only maintain the control by murder and threat of murder, they believe that the assassin could acquire the, the uh, geonosis or soul energy from the victims. Um, it's the same way of like Anton LaVey uh, when he talks about organ energy. Anton LaVey was like the founder of the Church of Satan, um, but he would talk about organ energy, this energy that we all have. It's kind of like the same thing. Ge I think it's geonosis or it might just be gnosis that G might be silent, but it's the whole idea of energy, right? And you're gaining like all these movies and all these things that were drip fed about like gaining soul energy or people consuming a soul and don't the Africans like a lot of people in the Congo believe that if you consume mm -hmm. a certain animal that you become part of that animal yeah yeah or like if you were I think there's something to do with like if you kill a war chief then you will gain his powers and you will become mightier right like if you actually uh, achieve that right this theory behind the human and animal sacrifices of Satanism throughout history and ritual child abuse, etc. Um, so these primitive religions uh, get the same effect by dancing and drum beating, you know, like fucking, hey, how are you? You know, it's <laughs> bad. <laughs> I know, it's always bad. See, but like the idea of like doing these rituals and indigenous people do it and many different cultures do it where they you know they're beating drums and they're calling upon their ancestors and dancing around a fire when me and billy just did the halloween special about witches and the whole idea of wicca and there's supposed to be festivals that still happen in ottawa you're like that i believe i knew um yeah because uh yeah we all know what happened with you but we i when i went back to school um i met this woman that was a, uh, a wiccan and, uh, yeah, she said that they, they would do f festivals and rituals and stuff like that in Ottawa and dance around fires naked. And Billy seemed like he was really about it. He wanted to go. <laughs> of course Billy is. <laughs> 
seeking this form of illumination was the main um, was the main attraction of drugs like marijuana, hashish, and LSD to teenagers of the 1960s and of the 1970s. Buddhists can gain the same illumination through sexual rituals known as the tantric yoga. So you could get into that, you know, the tantric, um, doing all those weird like. Just, there's it, to me a lot of the tantric stuff like there's a lot of weird moves in that. Um, what's the what's the other one? Like she like moving like. Yeah, no, that's moving energy. There's the there's the Buddhist which is like the tantric yoga. I'm not too sure. I've never heard um, of this. You never tantric yoga? Sorry, I'm not a yoga boy. I know, but I there's uh, the weight, what's um. There's another one, or there's the different forms of meditation, but it's like you get in these like weird positions and then they're supposed to be like transferring energy between the two people mm. and stuff like that um is that reiki kind of, reiki's more like healing through like energies oh, it's gonna bug me or through different forms of uh, med- uh meditation witchcraft covens uh, still meet in the nude and participate in group sexual rituals for the same effect which is funny because it's like I'm gonna release this like this coming week, so it'll just be we, me and Billy just did the Halloween special and talked about witches. So this kind of like moves in the same direction of talking about weird stuff that goes on behind closed doors and the cult rituals and all that stuff, right? So uh, mass participation in animal sacrifice is another way to um, supposedly reach this geonosis, right? And like you said, kind of like if you're if you're sacrificing these animals, you're gaining their energy in some regard. I'll come back to that cigar. Um, it is definitely hard to talk and smoke cigars at the same time because you, definitely you, has to be you, you constantly have to like puff, 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 man. So the sad fact is, is that although sex, drugs, and dancing and drum beating are believed to release a lot of genosis, Satanists believe that the sacrifices releases more of it than anything else, such as a dark and sordid, um, these, these weird mechanisms of the deluded soul who think that their geonosis, uh, accumulation and illumination will be given in some form of a deity or immortality. So this is what a lot of the, uh, the satanic people that run our countries probably believe in is the idea that like, once you sacrifice something to these gods, like there's, they, they really believe this, that they see entities and stuff like that. So they, it's disgusting what they do and they do, they want the adrenochrome. Essentially. It's probably what they want yeah. directly after. And that's probably what gives them that massive high. Well, and, and it, I'm sure I'm like, you know, have you ever seen fear and loathing in Las Vegas? Yeah. Like where he like trips balls and he's like, it's funny how he's dressed like a lizard person after. (laughs) I know. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of weird things. Well, when he trips out in the, I think, what is he on ether? And then he starts to see the carpet move and then he sees like all the lizard. Uh, I don't know. There's something, uh, there's a hint to that. We want to get into an episode about Hunter S Thompson. Some people think he's good. I don't, I don't think he's a good person. I think he was probably a pretty bad dude and was into some scary shit and got connected with some very scary people. But that whole idea is like, and then he sees him as the devil when he's like on adrenaline and stuff like that. And people think it's just from movies and it's like, no, they're showing you what they're doing. And the idea is when they drink the adrenochrome, the blood with adrenaline in it after they scare the living shit out of a kid because they want to like pube, uh, prepubescent is what most people think that's like just before puberty because they're going through these changes and then you think it's just like the equivalent of like veal because it means more like mm-hmm. like tender and more sweet yeah and younger and innocent right and that energy wherever that energy because the thing about and the, if a soul comes into this life it's new right but it's been here before right your soul gets recycled supposedly reincarnation yeah reincarnation well that, that kind of explains why your being is like why you like certain things why yeah. you're drawn to certain things because it's 
you know, revenants of your past life. I think that because like I think that 100%. I think you even choose. So I, I I've always believed that I think that you choose like your parents and when you were born and like the month and then you, that's why when you read astrological charts, um, especially ones that are legit, it like can match your personality to like a very high. Like it's weird. I've always had a, I always had a theory on that. Like when you're never really true to yourself, yeah, your astrological chart never really matches up with you. But when you're actually like want to be yeah. like I want to find my inner self and actually who I am as a person those characteristics are more enhanced yeah because you're actually looking for your real self mm-hmm. but when you're like constantly trying to appease people and what they what they think you should be and how you should be yeah then you those don't really align up at all because you know society constantly changes along with I know I agree I agree and they want to like um, transform people into something that they're not right and like like I'm like I don't know for sure like if you look at a Scorpio I'm definitely a Scorpio in every facet like they like dark and scary things and they like they're creative and like art and drawing and all that stuff so it's like very matched up and I remember like even Billy didn't believe it at one point but he was very young at this time and then uh, <clears throat> I joked with him I was like go look it up but I was like he's the Virgo which is the virgin at the time who was the virgin and then he came into work the next day and he's like I looked into like the astrological stuff and he's like I am the virgin and it was just funny that he's like, it sounded just like me. I was like, and he was like, I don't know, 18 or some shit. And uh, I'm like, because it's spooky. And some of them are like, you know, the ones that you get on the internet are probably just some guy making it up or some woman being like, you know, you're going to find your soulmate today, you know, when people are constantly reading up on it. But the other thing is, is like when you look into like, you know, there's some people you just don't jive with at all. Yeah, yeah. And then like, you look into it a little more, it's like their birthday and it's like, huh. And then, yeah. You kind of look into it. It's like, oh, well, we're not really supposed to be hanging out because, like, no, and apparently we don't get along because we have opposing viewpoints on how we think. Yeah, and that's why it's kind of funny that like my mom is also a Scorpio, but the, the female energy of a Scorpio is very much different than a male energy of a Scorpio. Hundred percent. So we butt heads, right? So we're constantly arguing, and um, I, uh, I was with uh, uh, years ago um, a girl that was also a Scorpio, and like the the sex was great because we both jived off of each other and all that stuff. But it was a very I guess you could say sexual relationship, but we didn't agree on a lot of stuff. She wanted to, because she was from foster care and stuff like that, wanted to just, uh, she just wanted to like get married instantly and, and have someone to protect her. And like, I didn't know if that was what I wanted in life at that time. I was still figuring out what I was doing and who I wanted to be with. And the, the it would have never worked because of how we, we butted heads. Like two signs, usually as male and female energy, shouldn't come together no. at the same sign. Uh, never seems to work out. So this is pretty interesting. In what uh, may be the most beautiful composed denunciation of masonry ever written by D. Pont, uh, uh, D. Ponkins sure, wrote, The great task of Freemasonry is to spread the ideas, uh, sometimes notable and beautiful in appearance, in appearance, but in uh, reality very destructive, of which the prototype is the most famous motto um, so masonry, a vast organi- uh, organism of propaganda, acts by slow, slow suggestion, spreading the revolutionary firmament in an insidious manner. The head so it must be uh, the inner lodges, and then they transmit to the lower lodges, uh, and then it penetrates into the um, affiliated institutions, into the press, and which takes hand to the public. So it's talking about essentially that it comes from the top of these, the head of these organizations like Masonry and all these cults, and then it trickles down to the lower lodges. That's why like there's <clears throat> people that believe that they're 33rd degree Masons and they've been doing it for a while because they're a 33rd degree Mason in that lodge, but that lodge is very low rung. 
on the totem pole. Right. Because when people get to the very top, the uh, the thirty third degree, you 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 worship Lucifer and you do all these weird rituals, and a lot of it, a lot of Freemasonry is like just um, like what they do in schools is that it's repetitive. You have to mm-hmm. like re, you have to learn all these rites and rituals, and then and then just regurgitate it over and over and over again. Um, and, you know, I, I've known people that have been asked to join and stuff like that. And they're like, fuck that, man. It's just like speaking the same. Like, it's just being brainwashed in a different way than what schooling or what other things do in this society, right? Hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I knew a kid. I went When I went back to school, I knew a kid. And he was like super into apathy, which is a rapper who is like a Freemason. And he was like, oh, I got my ring. I'm already a third degree. And I'm, I'm like, when did you start? He's like, oh, recently. Well, I was like, you're not a third degree. And it's like they sell you on this stuff, but you don't know anything. No. And I'm reading David Icke's book right now, um, Children of the Matrix. And it's like interesting because all these people are like think they know what's going on, but they're just being lied to. And then from the top, they're just spreading lies and disinformation to all these other Masons. And, and they think that they have knowledge, but they're just getting you inside their rungs. It's like a, the ladder, right? Yeah. You're trying to climb up at a higher and higher. And obviously, then eventually it gets into like the institutions and the press and all that stuff. And tirelessly, and during necessary numbers of years, the suggestion works upon the public opinion. Ooh, the lights just flickered. Spooky. And uh, fashions it <laughs> to wish for its reforms from which a nation dies. In 1789 and 1847, the years of the French Revolutions, uh, Freemasonry and its momentary command of power failed in its superior endeavor. So they planned to have uh, to take over, and then they uh, failed because of the Revolutionary War. Taught by these experiences. Its progress has become slower and sure when once the revolutionary preparations is obtained and judged significant, uh, masonry leaves the field of the military organizations and other secret societies. And they kind of, they, they, so they left all these organizations because this is like what this guy's quote is. And then they kind of backed up, they backed up a little bit and they kind of retreated to, into the shadows. Because they realized that they couldn't be so out in the open because they won't be able to achieve their goals. Uh, which lovely. makes sense kind of thing, right? So there is, um, there it is not compromised. In the case of Czech, it seems like they have re- remained apart and all of the, uh, and they've been able to continue and take up again to work. It's, um, it's, it's, it says like a, a gnarling worm, obscure and destroying. So it sits there. So masonry never works in full light of day. Everyone knows of its existence, its meeting places, its, you know, many different uh, lodges and, you know, but one, one is ignorant to the real aims. Uh, it's real means, it's real leaders in uh, the immense majority of Masons themselves are in that position where they don't know. They're just, they're blind, right? They're only the blind machinery of the sect of which they serve. Many honest Freemasons are so blind that they would be stupefied. That's a nice word. If they knew what they're actually being used for. Mm. And I truly believe that, that they think that they're doing, you know, that it's a brotherhood and may, they're actually changing things that maybe be able to like, you know, change the world for something good. Um, but really they're serving a darker purpose because there's, there's some that believe that they're fighting for a good cause. Yeah. Like I know people, I know someone that's in the Knights of Columbus, which is like a Christian sect of a secret society that supposedly fights against the Freemasons and stuff too. There's many different, um, Society. And that's the whole idea of like, man, 
I don't think I don't think Klaus Schwab is the fucking head. Of, I think he's a puppet. The the people that really control and run the world, you'll never know their names. You'll never see their faces. And that's why I'm trying to dig into the stuff to really start talking about th- people like the Rothschilds and to get into the Carzerian Mafia and some of the stuff that most people might not know about. And, and it's tr- funny how these all these people are mm-hmm. always head of the organization. Like for example, like United States are always there's always like. A group of seven, which is kind of like a, a very interesting number. There's yes, that's a godly number. That, like, seven different like major families and mm-hmm. organizations that are in the United States own all the food, yeah. all the oil, all the products that are sold and bought and traded daily mm-hmm. through the United States and in, you know North America. And they've owned it for a long time. Like, there's the Habsburg family that then um, kind of branched off because they had, like warred with the Rothschild. Supposedly, I think that's the way it went. But eventually, we're gonna get into some of that stuff um, too. Of like, there's the thirteen Illuminati blood families. But there's like the the there is the families that control like the United States. Yeah. And then there's families that control Europe. And there's families that control Russia. Yeah. And they, I feel like they're. They all want the same kind of thing, but in different ways. And they, and this is where it happens, where you kind of want this to happen. Where these people in these different, um, you know, sects of Satanism or cults or whatever you want to call them, uh, secret societies, they end up, they do war with each other at times. And that's well, kind of what you want 100%, to like split like, them up. Did you hear about this uh, conspiracy? This is pretty good. Yeah. The reason for the Titanic sinking, that there was uh, a group, there was a family that was on that uh the titanic that was coming over to stop the central bank and stopping you know the federal reserve stopping the federal reserve to be you know if it wasn't made then there wouldn't be no central bank in the united states and the fact that they you know perished in you know Mm -hmm. titanic and they used the britannica or whatever the ship that wasn't it wasn't the real titanic they switched it out um, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah it's it, we did. We, it's fine because we and it's we, in the one part of the ocean that no one can get to. And it's I just know. like, how do they know that, that that's the one part that no one there's, ever got to? There's there's so many. Con- we did a whole we did a whole episode about the Titanic conspiracy theories because it's fascinating. I'm not gonna lie, I love the movie. We did we did an episode. It's a good movie. We did an episode about the the conspiracies and about like ghosts and hauntings to do with the Titanic. And I do think like there's the idea of like J.P. Morgan orchestrated this and so he could stay at the top. But that's why I always like say to people about because um, we're gonna get in the World War stuff is that the main goal supposedly uh, there's uh, population control. There's all these different theories, but the main goal was to consolidate the wealth. Do you you know how Sweden? Yeah. No, Switzerland is always the one. It's always neutral. It's always the, neutral. And everyone hides all their money there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's why they have those conferences there and stuff and like did that. Did you see the, the one where they opened up the tunnel that went underneath from, it, it, like they, they've been drilling for like eight, ten years yeah. underneath the mountain. And then when the tunnel reopened for like transportation between, you know, uh, to cities to cities. The opening to it was like insanely like satanic. It's I don't know. There's some weird stuff because I posted a video. I was like, "This is where you're." Um, it got it says so many views on TikTok, but it's this this truck going into this underground tunnel, and then I cut it to this clip of this guy driving on a motorcycle through these underground tunnels, and it's just enough to get like a vehicle through. And I believe that they're hiding stuff, and they have tunnels underground that go you know who knows how deep to some underground bases and that's why i was going to say like there's the supposedly the 33 degrees of uh freemasonry right there's a theory and i think david Icke's the one that said this 
is that there's also another 33 degrees above that that is like the reptilian order. For a grand number of 66. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy, man. And I don't like it. It's so weird. So every Mason swears to set an oath. Um, so ancient, the, so, <clears throat> so ancient that separates the term that has been set to describe them. This is like the way this author wrote this is uh, slightly confusing, but they're called blood oaths. This whole idea of doing blood oaths, uh, masonry, as you know, it today is thought to have uh, 33rd degrees or levels. Many offshoots of these organizations have developed over the years an attempt to add additional degrees above the publicly known 33, as I said, which yeah. is kind of like, and people believe that there's like goes even higher something extraterrestrial or Would, interdimensional this is kind of funny because like you see 33 in a lot of places mm-hmm. so like uh rolling rock they have 33 in the bottom of all of their bottles yeah, and no man. one all right prohibition yeah. ended in 33 yeah and walt disney world there's club there's yeah. club called 33 yeah 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 Me and, and then like it's an that. exclusive club where you have to pay like uh, like a monthly fee of and 50 And they have grand. the, the uh, people pay attention to symbolism, right? Even the whole idea of that, you know, the new X, right? The the new platform for Twitter. If you put the symbol side by side, it turns into the Freemasonic symbol. And the G. Um, like with that, that, that symbol would have to be like intercrossing for like. Yeah. So if you put the, them, the one symbol side by side. I don't know. It's, it's I think they. But like that's the other thing. Us. Like X is also like. The Christianity sign of like Christ, so mm-hmm. like I know this is this is kind of interesting. Like how we don't know how it's all pieced together, but they keep using uh, numerical numbers that are very uh, what's the word divisible. Yeah, and like I don't know. That's why people really want to trust in like Elon Musk. I don't trust the dude. I don't trust him either. And that's why I like I don't know. Uh, yeah, sorry, but I'm a fan of David Ike. I'm uh, I'm his fanboy. I read his books. I've listened to him for a very long time. But he he also says that he doesn't he doesn't trust Elon. That he if he's warning about AI, and then he wants to do neural things. <laughs> like and he literally wants to put chips inside your brain. And he wants to have these low orbit satellites. And according to David Icke, it will beam 5G onto the earth that will have like detrimental effects on nature, on human beings. And I don't know, they're trying to take us into this future of technology where we're consumed by it and we're living in an a, like a fucking AI headset. And that's what even... Um, your thoughts won't be your own anymore. No, and that's what they're even talking about with uh, the World Economic Forum is that, you know, some people will be able to have the benefit of being able to travel. And, you know, then they can the, the poor people can sell their, you know, chips or whatever, whatever their currency they're going to use, their, their, um, their carbon emission chips or whatever, and then rich people can buy it off of poor people. And then there is on the stage they're saying this and they're saying like no and then there's people that'll be able to have some sort of Oculus set where they can travel inside the VR and they don't actually need to leave the country. I'm like they're just trying to make a digital prison. I just did a recent song where I said like um, enslaved into a a digital hell um, consumed by the miserable self and it's just like you're just you know. Yeah. It can't stand the physical self. I did this whole like line thing about like how they want to degrade you and, and all that stuff. And you can see it. Look at look at our culture right now. Everyone's so politically divided on everything. Well, it's, it seems like they've made two teams and then there's nothing right up the middle. It's like, no, you got to be on this team or this I team. I know. And I'm like, I don't trust either side, man. I, I'm, I, I posted something and people like got mad about it too. Like everyone gets mad about all the shit where I'm like, I don't stand with Palestine. I don't stand with Israel. I stand with the innocent people that are caught in the crossfire. getting uh. Children getting murdered for these oligarchs, these elites to fulfill their agenda. 
Well, it also it gives them some sort of satisfaction, like you, like you said, like for World War II. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't drink the bottom of that. Yeah. No, it's going to be pure liquor. No, it's going to be pure grinds. Mm, grinds from grinds. a French press. French grinds. French grinds. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's just the process. It's actually, it's a... It's good. I like it. Uh, and I need this. I'm just waking up and talking about conspiracies. You need like a strong coffee. Oh, yeah, 100%. But that's what I was thinking about the the, the world, the, the especially World War II, is, as, as far as I understand, was to uh, to centralize all the money into in the United States to make them the superpower. And they knew that they were doing this behind the scenes. They knew they could achieve this. And that's why they got all these countries like, well, you know, during this war, you don't want your money to go miss, like you don't want someone to come plunder it. So the, the idea is like the military did go through, they took all the gold and they transfer it to the federal reserve, which made uh, the United States the superpower. But they also, and that was the main the United goal. States also became the superpower strictly from the fact that they had all the factories, nothing yeah. was untouched or unscathed. Yeah, I know. And then they became, it's funny how they, they call it the land of uh, opportunity. Like what exactly is opportunity in your you know worldly view? Is it, you know, being successful or mm-hmm. is it the fact of like, you know, what could it? It, it, it goes back to the like, kind of an old expression where, mm-hmm. like, the devil will give you literally everything you want and yeah. put you in a prison cell and leave the door wide open. It's like, well, why do I ever want to leave? Yeah. And then, meanwhile, when the door shut, it's like, oh, it's too late. Hundred percent. And that's why I always like I, I say to people about the way that the you know, the world's going and, and how they want to like trap you and give you like, it's selling you all these things about convenience. So you like, so everything, they want to sell you these things. That's why like, um, I was listening to David Icke recently on this podcast and he's starting to like, I'm glad he's getting his feet in. I've saw a YouTube podcast he was on where he's like been banned from YouTube. Yeah. And Alex, like, I will say this too. Um, you know who Vivek, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is? No. So he is one of the the candidates in the United States. Um, he is on the right, but he's more of like, I would say more of a kind of a libertarian. Like I, I pay attention to some of the stuff he's been doing, but not a lot. But um, he's very open to debate and to have freedom of speech. And people that are very like Trump supporters are kind of like, oh, like if I if Trump is too much for me. I kind of like this guy because he says all the right things and shit, just like all, all politicians. But what surprised me is he did a podcast and he had Alex Jones on. Really? And they, he was like, I, this is the first time me meeting Alex. Uh, you know, everyone, you know, t- t- tells me I'm not supposed to talk to him. And he had him on his podcast. I'm like, hmm. And people can say what they want about Alex Jones. He might be a disinformation agent. And if everyone is, then we're doomed anyway. But the whole idea is like, I've liked Alex Jones. He's been right 60% of the time. He's not right all the time, but he's been right in more cases than he's been not. And um, I don't know. There's something about him that I trust some of what he says, but he's also on is he's not a fan of muslims and you know them coming over and then maybe uh, uh an attack coming from the within the call is coming from within the house you know <laughs> so like and i'm like i don't know man people are just people and i did a video where i was like nobody wants this imagine if humanity united because everyone wants the same thing man everyone like stop this right left bullshit israel versus palace everything that's going on it's just to keep us divided and angry with each other but if humanity woke up and realized Wow, we're all like the same. We all want happiness. We all want to live in peace. In peace, uh, mostly. It's just the crazy people on top. I don't know. I think everything. And then you convince all the ones that can't really think for themselves. It's yeah, people. It's called your your useful idiots. That is in the uh, Marxist manifesto. This is what they want from you: is like to to wait to do their bidding, and you don't even know it because you've been like radicalized, right? So obviously, there's all these different degrees of masonry. 
and then there are some that are public and there's some that are not public. And uh, Mormonism is such an offshoot, which is pretty interesting. Its founder, Joseph Smith, uh, and uh, if most, if not all of his in um, his inner circle of supporters were Masons. He borrowed heavily from Masonic rituals for his newly created Mormon ceremonies. With each successive degree, the Masons must swear to even more cruel and barbaric oaths. The following details of the initiation oaths are the first degrees of Freemasonry and closely guarded Masonic secrets. In fact, Masons must swear to kill any fellow Mason who reveals them. And this is what, if you start digging deep, especially in the real inner circles of Freemasonry, it's not this whole like brotherhood thing. It's just like, oh no, if you reveal us, you will get murdered in a horrible way and displayed so other Freemasons know. It's almost like the uh, Vlad the Imperial which I think would be a fun episode for us to do, but him just sticking heads on a thing, being like, "Beware! Don't come beyond this, because I will." Vladimir Perel used the whole entire body. He would yeah, put so him up to wild. the bottom and then hang the entire body upright, like a scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a scarecrow, because <laughs> it's scaring everyone else not to. And me and Billy, it's now on Patreon, so uh, you know you get all these lost tapes episodes. We're talking about villains of history, and um, I was like, Vlad the Imperial definitely should get his own episode because it's a fascinating story some of those like you know even Genghis Khan is such a crazy story you know he supposed to be is the blood lineage of Asians it's like it's fucking nuts like 80% or something like that no it was like it was way less than that it was like 60% 60% of like all like uh, of Asians are apparently we're looking for more more. do we have more coffee (laughs) it's a tiny little bit more but not enough yeah grab that French press I'll drink it. I don't care about the little grainies. Have a little more coffee. Ch- uh, that's why I, I was going to bring... Uh, Chelsea makes a big pot. I was going to bring that. You know, because it's, it's pretty decent coffee. I thought this would be a little better. Um, but she, like, loves her coffee. Like She, like, drinks, like, almost, like, half the pot. And I have, like, one, and I'm kind of good. I have a little bit more. It's going to be a, a fun day. Just <laughs> starting off with a, a little rum and coffee. Good thing I did eat before I came here. <laughs> so, um... You know, uh, fortunately for humanity, however, several brave souls in the last 200 years have felt compelled to speak out, publishing the secret work for the world to see. It's thanks to these courageous men that we have the exact wording and rituals of at least the first three degrees. And I'm going to start listening to... um, Juan's was really my buddy Juan, uh, you know, the one-on-one podcast. I uh, was just on there doing an episode about the reptilians. It's got a, he's been very successful. Uh, he's very, doing very well on YouTube. It has um, getting up to like 6,000 views of our episode on the reptilians, like the whole inner workings and stuff like that. And Juan is really into learning about the occult and the magical practices and stuff like that. And he listened to a, uh, of uh, Manly P. Hall, which is a, a mason that supposedly he exposed some of what was going on, but obviously not. In, he wouldn't expose all of it. Right. And so I want to start listening to his lectures, and a lot of his books were on sale recently, which I'm like, mm, I want to want to get some of his books because I'm like, I it, focusing so much on the stuff in the world, especially the way that TikTok is, because I have a, a platform there where I have all thousands of followers that listen to me speak and want to hear my political opinion and all that stuff, which is still strange to me. And I thought I lost my big account. And it was almost like a relief. But I appealed it and I got it back where I'm like, oh, start, time to start, you know, just promoting my podcast and, and the music. 
And then I get in these things where I'm like, no, I got to say something about this. And then you get sucked into it. Or even I do, man. I, I'm sucked into this stuff. And then it's like instant gratification because you have all these people that are like, yeah, like, I, I, you know, you're right about this stuff. And I also agree. And then it kind of becomes like egotistical where at some point, especially when we have kids, I need to step away from it and focus completely on the podcast and my music. But because now I have this platform to speak out, I get sucked into it too, where then it consumes your mental health. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I'm always paying attention to what's next. Even Chelsea's like, you need to step back a little bit because it's it's consuming. Where I'm always talking about what's going on in the world, and it's not it's not necessarily healthy. And I I, I can look at, but it's like Aaron said on the one uh, podcast, he's like, you have um you have good self awareness, and I was like, I do, but it doesn't mean it ever helps. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm like able to talk to like my friends about it and like it doesn't get too heated because we understand each other right we're well we want to know answers yeah. that's the other thing we're trying to look for you know I'm just trying to figure it out man because I don't know what the fuck this we're like I don't know where we're headed and I hope like I, I well you we know, already know where we're heading the world of three is I know right on the horizon it, there's a lot and that's why I, I've said to people it's like you can't like you can't like live in all this negativity and I was like it's about being aware of what's really going on right it's about um, accepting the truth you know because there's the idea of like yes we can I want people to understand this especially on an episode like this where it's kind of like darker and it's negative about the who controls the world and how scary it is or whatever but the whole idea is I want people to realize that yeah there's people that are orchestrating this stuff but it takes just humanity waking up and uniting together to like reach a higher level of consciousness and to actually like if we keep going down this path we will the great reset will happen and that's what people think is they want to reset the whole system to bring the population back down and kind of restart again because they've done this throughout history um, I'm listening to another book by David Wilcock some people think he's crazy he's on ancient aliens he's like a, a weird dude that believes in a lot of crazy stuff um, to, uh, to normies uh, but I've read uh, th- I'm on this is I'm listening to his third book but I've read his other two books uh, the um, synchronicity key and then the Ascension Mysteries, um, and now I'm on his latest one. And I'm like, I find it, it's interesting. I don't know if he's for real, but he really believes that we're going to a place of a golden age where we're going to, humanity will wake up and will transform into something better than what we are now. More hmm. peaceful and in harmony. But there's a lot of people that think that we're going the other direction, to the dark ages. So I'm like, I don't know. If technology consumes us, we're definitely going to go into a dark age, so to speak. Um, so it was these people that exposed the stuff that was going on. So the personal experience uh, of Lucifer is not often described in literature. What it is, uh, what would it be like to be Hitler living in a physical body with uh, with the incarnational Luciferian energy? Uh, can only be hinted at his biography. So the idea that is is somebody like Hitler or some of these um, people throughout history, and I know there's conspiracy theorist people that believe that he was fighting for the the good side. I don't trust that either. Do not put that in the realm because I, I think that people can't have debates about this stuff because they hear what they know. Like they massacred all these people and the for nationalism or whatever like that, right? And the idea of what their beliefs were and Nazis were horrible people, but were they manipulated by some unseen force? Probably. And it was all to benefit the the people orchestrating both sides of the war because I, I really believe every world war was orchestrated the surface level would be the Rothschilds they know that they put money into both sides well it depends how much money is actually running on their side right mm-hmm. so it doesn't know. matter who loses they yeah. don't care 
And then the victor writes history. Well, this is the other thing that I kind of look at it like this. Like, so think about all those men yeah. that fought in World War II. Yeah. What kind of men were they looking for? What do you mean? Well, like... Evil. No, 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 no. Not, not like that. Yeah. Think about all the men they were looking for when it came to conscription, when oh, it came yeah. to fighting. They want the strongest. Yeah. You know... The best of the best. You have a human has a, race. <laughs> no, no, not like that. Like, think about it like on the American side, too. Yeah, yeah. Think about all the men they wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. They wanted the strongest, smartest, yeah. most upstanding oh, men. Oh, to get rid of them. To get rid of them. Yeah. And if you, got, if you got rid of them, then you have a league of absolute, yeah, you know, you have a pushovers. And then pushovers, you know, having kids yeah. that are also pushovers. And, you know, having, you know... 70, 80 years of pushovers. It's like And then that, you uh, have this this race of, you know, a whole bunch of pushovers that doesn't stand up for anything. Bunch of because, pussies. Yeah, exactly, because they don't stand for what's They right. only stand what they're told to stand for. Exactly. You must stand for this. You must stand for that. That's why I'll, the only thing I stand for is weird. humanity. Yeah. And, and that's why it's like you see all these people, even with this, like, because they're talking about conscription and if it would happen again in history and how they'd have to conscript women and stuff like that. And then there's people like on uh, social media apps. Like, I'm not going to war. I My doctor says my mental health, I'm not capable of doing. Like making jokes about it. Push and on. it's just like, yeah, if they in this war might do it. If they can lower the population in, in, a, in a huge way because they want to get it down to 500 uh, million, according to the Georgia Guidestones. Maybe that's just yeah, America, bottom. right? And all these different, I don't know, things that have been talked about for centuries. But if you can get rid of all the strongest people and then you have just a bunch of um, Pushovers. pussies, useless eaters, you know, and then I don't know. It seems a little dangerous. That's why I want to start getting into this stuff before maybe it's too late to really talk about this stuff. So I want to make people uh, like because there's a lot of people that have been caught up in this fight, even like especially on the right side of things. There's people that I like that I thought would be more centrist or in the middle and being like both sides are evil. Both sides are orchestrated. It's the same bird that are falling for the right side. Yes, like as Tom McDonald said. Uh, you know, I like his song, but like that the, the more destructive ideologies are definitely coming from the left. The, the left has went so far left and the right has now become like the middle. But they're still propag- they're still being well, they, they, They're the, the liberals of 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so weird, dude. That's why they're trying to push everything one direction or the other. Uh, so the traditions of the Hollywood idea of fangs and claws and large devilish bodies is a stereotype that is not equal the assimilation of these energies into the third dimensional living. Perhaps some of Aleister Crowley's life might hint at that part, which Aleister Crowley is a very interesting character that me and Billy talked about, but I would it would be interesting to dive back into him. Alan Richardson, perhaps to some extent, manifests uh, this in his books, Uh, In his book, Earth God Rising, the slow descent into uh, what we might be called Luciferianism, which is what I think a lot of the Freemasons believe in. So silence, slaves, or we'll cut your throat from ear to ear. And this is probably supposed to be part of the first degree. Binding myself under no less penalty than having my throat cut across an oath from uh, Freemasonry entered apprentice degree one. Uh, but above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any oath, any other oath. James 5.12. In every ritual degree, Freemasons are... Um, are in all the most important ceremony rituals and initiations of elite orders. The candidates are required uh, to take an oath and is uh, warned of hideous and grotesque penalties that await them 
if they uh, if they dare to refe- reveal any of the organization's secrets. Hmm. And, and that's how they get them, right? The whole idea is that they trick people into joining these organizations and thinking that they'll have brotherhood and camaraderie and all that stuff. But then it's like, well, if you go against us, you'll be killed. The whole idea of I always talk about people, celebrities have definitely done some shady stuff behind closed doors, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein style stuff. And they film you, you get, they get, they get people in precarious positions. Right. And then they're like, well, we have this on you. You see this picture of you with this like young girl that will show the world. It is like it, yeah. the Hunter Biden stuff, man. It's some of the, stuff, the pictures of him, very young, young girls, is uh, pretty disturbing. Uh, for example, in the first degree oath of masonry, the candidate declares, "Binding myself under no less penalty than having uh, my throat cut across, my tongue torn out by its roots, and my body buried in the rough sands of the sea, at low water mark, where the tide ebbs." and flows twice in 24 hours. And should I ever knowingly violate this, my entered apprentice obligation? Uh, so pretty interesting. So that's like, it's, it's always down these like fancy terms of like it, the, the way they phrase things, yeah. you know, is just, you know, it's, it's almost like an old, old English style way of speaking and, and not in the dumbed down ways that we borderline line. <laughs> yeah. Second degree Masons recite the following hideous oath, binding myself under no less penalty than having my breast torn open, my heart plucked out and placed on the highest pinnacle of the temple there to be devoured by vultures of the air. Should I ever knowingly violate the fellow craft obligation? Mm. Pretty weird. And, right. and, and you think about it too of like, um, uh, Osiris, I think it's Osiris that measures your heart in the afterlife of uh, in Egypt. Yeah, he'd measure he'd measure it with a feather to see if you lived a balanced life. It's just like and then to see if you're work- which is kind of messed up because you'd really think like, what what's their two tools they have for the uh, Masonic Temple? It's like one's a square. It's the for, yeah, and then the other one is. It's the um, what's that called? The it's not a combination. The comp, the, not the comp, not the compass. Um, I can't think of but it. But it's the two. It's we the use two this in for, school. Yeah. It map the, it maps out. It's yeah. But it's funny how I, like I can't think of this right now. Neither can I. But those two instruments, they believe that can like you know literally map out any type of you know geometric form. But also, yeah. is it a, just a, a symbolization for what they can map out for the future? Yeah. It is. It's about building, right? They're they were known as builders at the beginning. It is. I don't know. It's, it is interesting because I, you know, this 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 blood oath and and that's what. Who knows? That's why I think like some of these celebrities that uh, end up getting murdered, maybe they went against. Uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, I don't know. They're, Do you remember that episode on Family Guy? Where he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hang myself by a belt." I know. And then all of a sudden, like. Not even like two or three years later, he mm. he hung himself. And this is why I think they also do like they'll do like documentaries uh, about how he was so depressed and you know that. And they, Same thing with Jim Carrey. Yeah, I know. Well, Jim Carrey, I went out and took ayahuasca. I really believe that he did this. He, I, I, I thought he was mushrooms, but I'm pretty sure he had an ayahuasca trip and he broke free of his like programming. And then that's when he kept talking about. It. He's like, Jim Carrey is just a character that I play. Uh, in life and he started breaking down this like metaphysical ideology of like who he was as a person and he was just playing a character in life and i don't know that's why you see him now where it's like hmm, he knows some shit 
Some he very knows something. Deep, deep, dark secrets. And so even like um, people like I and and I, we will do uh, you know more episodes about like the deaths of celebrities because I would love to dive into that of like Heath Ledger. Uh, a line I love uh, uh, by uh, Diabolic is like sleep better than Heath Ledger under a dream catcher. Because, like, I believe they probably killed him because he was doing something. Shady Ors is ritualistic murders. That they ritualistically murder people to gain energy. The whole idea of war, too, can do that. It's ritualistic sacrifice. Yeah. Well, like, the same thing. Like, it's it's funny how, uh, like, some... I, th- I feel like some celebrities promise more than what they're actually able to, you know, give. Yeah, and, like, yeah. same thing with, like, uh, remember Sean Connor? Yeah. Remember when he died? Sean Connery? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Well, there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> no, he uh, he died on Halloween. I didn't know that. That's fucking trippy. Yes. Yeah, Sean Connery. You gotta remember, like Sam Hain. Yeah, like you gotta think about all these like massive celebrities dying on certain dates, right? I know, and it's weird. And like Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, yeah. while he was trying to look into the child trafficking stuff. Same with. Um, uh, the guy from Soundgarden, Chris Cornell. Yeah. I was going to post a video of that because that shit's very interesting. And there's people that are very close to him that think that he was murdered. Anthony Bourdain. Uh, I love Anthony Bourdain. Uh, he inspired me when I was a chef and stuff like that. And I and he he did battle with depression. And part of me thinks these people, you know, they battle with the depression and and drug use and all that stuff. It is probably because they've seen some dark and horrendous stuff or realized what Hollywood. Or maybe they committed themselves and they actually see the true horrors of what they're actually doing and yeah. they try and like reverse it and then they get caught trying yeah. to reverse it. Then they're usually off and then like. Yeah, the idea and then if of you, this. And if you control the media too, it's yeah. like, oh, well, he was he was struggling with depression or like yeah. he had demons or like they can paint any story and no one's going to question. No one's no. going to look into it. Like, how do you look into it? Now, I know because you wouldn't really know. That's why it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't trust any of this stuff. And I do think they ritualistically. And that's what I'm saying. They If they kill these people because they went against their oath. But I've always said this, right? These celebrities that sign their soul over to the devil or over to the devil. And they side. joke about it too. Yeah, and like... they, they say it. Katy Perry says it. And then the idea is like, okay, so and I've said this, I said this to uh, my wife recently. So it's like, you know, that that they do this in this physical form. In this physical life, you get everything that you could want. But then in the next life, you you are a slave for as long as that they want. That's why I always wanted to tell people like that you can make as many mistakes as you want here. You are here to learn lessons. I've made many throughout my life, but I do think that I do think that you are here to learn as many lessons as possible to take it on to the next life. And if you know whoever is waiting for you, whatever energy or force is gonna, if you are to be judged in some sort of way, and I don't think it's judged in a negative way. I think it's judged in like your spiritual guides that watch you over your higher self is like, well, no, you haven't learned enough. You need to come back. But then I've said on episodes like it's the scariest idea would be that the reptilians. There's a theory that they have um, a web over the earth that they've been controlling and there's positive energies that are trying to combat this and that reincarnation is slavery because you constantly come back into this like to a uh, body here a physical body and then they exhume your energy through that physical form and rather than it being like i believe it's about learning lessons and that's why i say you're an alcoholic in this life and you don't like learn from it like uh, my aunt that drank herself to death and got a tumor right or my uncle that died of drug addiction right that i think that they're coming back trying to like 
you keep coming back to face the temptations that yes. that once that once took you. Yeah, and that's why, like, I love drinking people. I love it, man. Like, I enjoy drinking uh, to an extent, especially on weekends, and I try not to drink during the week and all stuff. Like, I've always, like, kept it at bay, that kind of demon. But, like, uh, alcohol comes from the world, uh, the word alcohol. I mean, Billy talked about this in our History of Alcohol episode, which means body-eating spirit. So, it's like... It's it, funny how they call, like, liquor's spirits, too, yeah, because, like... You're coming in contact. Uh, makes you wonder, like... Have you ever seen 1408? No. What? You've never seen 1408? You should check it out. It's a movie with, um, um, he's not around anymore. It's, uh, uh it's going to bug me. Um, someone's shouting it. I know they are, uh, uh, John Cusack. And he goes to, he's, uh, we were watching it last night. I didn't finish it, but I've seen it before. Like I watched it as a kid and it tripped me out. It scared me a bit. And, um, he goes to this, he's a writer that writes. Okay. Hold stories. on. It's about, a, it's about a, a room that is yeah, 1408. Yeah, yeah. No, I have seen that. And how he like drinks he, and then he gets all paranoid and he thinks that something is that he's drinking is like. And then he's stuck in the room and he's trying to get out. He, he can never and, get out. Oh man. And then he just sets a room on fire. It's like, I have to destroy yeah. the thing that is making me, me. Yeah. And that's why I, I didn't finish it last night because I haven't seen it And then Samuel while. Jackson was yeah. uh, the main, yeah, the main hotel like. And owner. then I was at that part where he's like, he comes out the window and he has to like scale the window because he's. And it keeps getting longer oh, and man. longer. I I'm do like, not like heights, dude. That even tripped me out last night because I was like, we had a couple of drinks, drank some wine. And I was like, don't like that. <laughs> oh, let's. And the idea of like how you like drink and you get consumed, and I feel like you leave your body open to these energies that can take hold of you. Yeah. You know. The other thing is, is like what kind of made it interesting is like what what kind of made like you hear all these stories about like like what kind of split families up. Yeah. Think about when like the prohibition was going on. It's yeah. kind of funny because I'm watching like uh, Boardwalk Empire right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you watched that. It's sick. And uh, it's funny because like. I haven't gotten into that show. I'd like to watch it at some point. I'll let you borrow the whole entire season. Oh, sick. It's, okay. it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of series. But yeah. it's, it's interesting how you see like the whole premise of why people are betraying and you know, you know, becoming belligerent and becoming as angry as they are and greedy and everything yeah. like that. It's it's almost like alcohol is almost like wanting to do it. No, no, and it does influence you, and I'm sure, like, you leave yourself open to these darker energies that can then take hold of you, and it, it calcifies your pineal gland and, and all sorts of stuff, right? And, right, and then you have the idea of, like, that the certain drugs do that too, cocaine will yeah. do that to people, Well, they're just, like, they need their next fix, and they become, like, psycho, look at fucking uh, Vladimir Zelensky. That guy's definitely a cokehead, and then it's just, like, drop the bombs, and they don't give a shit, and they're, like, just coke-fueled anger and mm. you're leaving yourself open to dark energies and i've expressed on this show that i got too involved with drugs when i was younger and it almost destroyed my life and shit like that and it's a dangerous path you walk on because then you don't care about anything other than staying in that that high right and yeah was it called chasing dragon yeah that's heroin that's fucking dangerous so the third degree oath proclaims binding myself under no less penalty than having my body severed into my bowels taken from uh from thence and burned into ashes the ashes scattered before the four winds of heavens that no more uh remembrance might be had of so vile and wicked as the wretch as i would be should i ever knowingly violate this my ma uh, master 
Mason's obligation. Pretty interesting. Mm. And that's not all. In the fourth degree, uh, Mark Master of York Rite, the candidate performs a ritual which uh, is symbolized having his ear smittened off if he rese- uh, reveals the order of the secrets. And there's one about having your fucking head cut off. So, and after the fifth degree, past Master, the hapless candidate agrees as the follow uh, as follows bind myself under no less penalty than in addition to all my former penalties so the higher you get the more you the more get, penalties you receive penalties you get eventually they cut off your balls and feed into pigs i'm just kidding that would be like the worst it's like they take it's like um torture <laughs> they cut off your ear and then they cut, cut off your hand or your finger like who knows how far it will really go but to have my tongue split from tip to root that i might therefore uh, therefore uh, be unable to pronounce the word the sixth degree the most excellent master excellent uh you know i've been i watched wayne's world when we were away uh, after oh. the wedding and it's just like excellent excellent <laughs> and that's why i thought i i don't want to ruin it but I, I do think that would be a very fun costume for a halloween special i have so many ideas for for going forward with this show and um so the the sixth degree, the most excellent master of the York Rite, continues with his horrific penalties, binding myself under no less penalty than to have my breast torn open and my heart and vitals taken from thence exposed to the rot of on a dunghill. So to cut out all your intestines and then put them on a poop on a poop mountain, because <laughs> that's what it's pretty much saying. Um, pretty interesting. There's a lot of stuff that goes into Freemasonry and we'll kind of eventually dive back into it to some extent when we, I think it'll be a good idea. We'll do like a deep dive into, um, like Illuminati. I definitely want to do the secret society episode with Billy just to get his ideas, but it would be interesting if we were, we could probably do it here. Yeah. And it would be interesting to have all just three of us. Maybe like it, the, the when we're doing all four of us, when all the boys it's are together, much, it's around. too much craziness. But those are those will be left up. And I hope everyone liked the Urban Legends episode because there will be more like that. That we'll have just a lot of fun. I'll break it down to very simple, fun topics that we can just have a lot of fun. Because I, I knew a lot of people were getting uh, downloading that episode and, and it's getting some views on YouTube. It, like it was, It's supposed to be a fun time. Some like I like doing episodes like mostly this is all about fun and, and you know speculating about weird conspiracies and paranormal events and, and true crime and all that stuff. But there's times where like I said I want to start diving into a lot of this deeper conspiracy aspects or truth stuff uh, because I think a lot of people are here for it. They they don't know what's going on in the world and if I can do a, dig into a lot of research, I read a lot of books and stuff like that and then help people understand what is really going on rather than dividing themselves and. And then just watching a documentary and then believing it or watching a video on TikTok and be like, that's my gospel. That's what's wrong with the world, right? Yeah. Too much accessible information. And then nobody knows what the hell. Like you could be people we keep feeding other people misinformation. And then now like the, the whole thing is we should have open debate and people should be able to talk to each other in a calm manner and be able to express certain ideologies. And that's where we're going very in a very dangerous direction of them trying to control information because they don't want people And what people say. They don't want people to open up and have open dialogue and and, and they don't want a thinking society they want yeah. a complicit society yeah i was gonna i did a video on that which i don't know if i posted yet, but it's like me like do you think they really want a society of well-educated people no. fuck no they want you to be like consumed by the system and they want you to be indoctrinated and like and that's where it's going if they can, can take if they can take control 
of the next generation and have the schooling system orchestrated by a one world government type style thing where everyone gets taught the same thing across the globe and they're all indoctrinated in these weird ideologies uh, and then having the government become God uh, is very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, Rage Against Machines. Like yeah. when they said that one song, it's, it's uh, he who calls the future controls the past. Yeah, and then look what happened to them. Yeah. They yeah. sold out. Yeah. Like, and then now Ramstein is a reptilian. I can't, Man, I can't believe that. Uh, okay. I was, I was shocked. People after think that. that like that's edited, but somebody f- listen to this. Somebody just found this watching their live show and then caught that and then took like and slowed it down. And it's so quick and so HD that it's kind of creepy. What if he just did it to see if anyone will notice? Maybe he did it right as a Maybe. joke thing, but I don't know. We, we what do we that know about what do we know about Germans, Brett? I don't know. They have the possess. They have the power to be very uh, evil. <laughs> Just kidding. What the hell, man? <laughs> it's so funny because like it, Billy's it's nurture, like not nature. Billy's like the Mexican Mennonite, but he's definitely like very Slavic. Like if you look at Billy's feature, he does look like I don't even say German. I would say like more Russian, right? Where I feel like I definitely got I like Irish Romanian. blood and I know I'm I know I'm Scottish and I feel like I do have Irish in my blood. But you can definitely I don't know, there's different certain features. But I've said you you look like you're like a Viking type like guy. You know what Nordic. I mean? Because Nordic like a big strapping dude, you know, got the big beard going, right? So you can see it where Billy's like tall and like, like I feel like a lot of Russians <laughs> kind of look like that. But I don't know if uh, we're Chelsea watches fucking 90 day fiance. I don't know if you know what that show is. Yep. And it's so ridiculous, and I know part of it's probably scripted, but I, while I'm researching all these crazy secret society stuff or if, all these crazy episodes we do, I do all this on my own, right? And then you guys get to be able to sit back, relax, and, and kind of get into these topics. And she was watching it, and I'm like, you know, you don't see a lot of fat people in Russia, you know? You don't. Like, and, and I was like, I don't know. like It's because they're not allowed GMOs there. Yeah, they're I know, not allowed deep-fried foods either. And yeah, which is like, to me, I was like, is that that bad? Like, I don't know. I, the idea that Russia has always been our enemy and used, I think is used as a scapegoat. Um, and that's why I was going to like, you know, I do all these videos of, of me. I think about something and then people are like, do you write this stuff down? I'm like, no, I just, I think about something. I'm like, this would be a good way to phrase it in a minute or, or a minute and a half. So people yeah. can consume it quickly and, and think about it. But the, the one thing I like to really like to, you know, put on Russia is like they've, they've never been conquered and they've always destroyed the evils in the world. Yeah. If you look at Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, Napoleon, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hitler, and Russia's never really invaded anyone without reasonable cause. I agree with that. And we'll get into that stuff. It will happen when we eventually talk about, I would love to talk about Rasputin. That was an interesting man. Yeah, it, the he's like a mystic, and like there's so many weird tales about him. And uh, you, you ever seen the um, um, oh, what's that movie? The Knights of the, this is gonna bug me. It's um, the Kingsman. Oh, like the original did, Kingsman. Did you, the movie. Did you see the newest? Yeah, one? I, need, I saw the new one where uh, Rasputin was it's like an assassin guy. <laughs> it's actually very funny. Yeah. He does. Doesn't he do like a dance move thing? And he like. It's like throwing knives. I, it's been a while since I saw. I saw it when it first came out, but I thought it was interesting that they added that archetype, that character, into like the the movie because he's a fascinating character. I'd love to talk about. It. He loved vodka. He used to eat cyanide yeah. in small doses, so he'd be immune to it. Which is wild because he always thought they were going to kill him. Yeah, that's a, we'll start to get dive into some of that stuff. Um, 
you know, and that's it's ugh, there's some bizarre stuff going on in the world. And that's why I love talking about it. And then eventually we'll talk about like the whole like that's why I want to get into the Carzarian Mafia thing and the whole idea of like there's these groups that hide within other groups and or paint other groups as them and then they go after them. Yeah, and this idea of like even you know if you want to see who's in power, look to who you can't criticize. And if you have people that hide behind these groups of people that are not really them, so they're not they don't even believe. Even like some of the Zionist uh, people, people are not gonna like this. But like I'm just saying, just think about it, is that they they don't they're not actually like Jewish. They don't really believe. If you look at some like of these, painted. like Net Netanyahu is a fucking war criminal reptilian maniac, and then and then their own his own people hate him. So and and David Icke talk about Netanyahu for like so long, and they got labeled an anti he's anti-Semitic because he criticizes these like war criminals, these crazy people that indiscriminately bomb people for like no reason and to try to like eradicate certain people and I don't know it's just it's if you have uh, people that can hide behind a certain group of people that have been persecuted and use them as pawns so you can fulfill your agenda I don't know I, I truly believe that they do that stuff because then you can't say anything about it and you get shut down exactly very, a uh, very weird. But I was just gonna say quickly. I wanted to do a video, but like people were like, "All oh, this terrorism, fucking terrorism." I'm like, look to your own military in the United States and the people that are in power. Do you not think that leaving a country in a war torn position is not terrorism? Do you think that what they did to Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran and all these other countries is not terrorism? And that's why it's funny that like this is why he's a very he's a leftist person. He's dead now, but I I'm starting to get into Howard Zinn and reading his books and watching his talks and he's uh he gets he gets taught in schools now and stuff like that which people don't like like him and also do like him he really criticized what the united states was doing and he was a war veteran who then went uh and, and fought in war and talked to the soldier uh in one of the stories when he was he was like you know i thought he's just fighting for the right thing and the guy the soldier was like we're fighting in an imperial uh, imperialist war this is about who can conquer the other person and that that you know this is all about there's other things at work and then so we started Howard Zinn started really criticizing the American government and people didn't like that because they're all like hoorah you know I'm a patriot I love my country I'm fighting for my country you know and then meanwhile they're just killing innocent people to gain ground and all that shit and it's just, I just find it funny because then it like it, 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 terrorism is war war is terrorism so any and if you look at the definition of it it's pretty much what it is of the idea of like uh, pushing your ideology on somebody else and and it is. I, don't I feel know. like that's what it's always been. I know. I don't know. Like, and they coined that term after like nine eleven. Essentially, is got like George Bush. Can you do a George Bush? Got to get those terrorists. <laughs> go get them terrorists. <laughs> yeah, go right get them there. Right there. Guys doing whiskey and coke and shit. But like, that's why people like look to your own government, your own military, and what they've done to people. You think that them leaving weapons in Afghanistan was a mistake? So that they could get pushed and given to Hamas and stuff like that. They, and it's funny how you see, like, now Palestine has all these American yes. weapons that are out of... Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, we left them in the, you know Afghanistan. Or Ukraine sold them weapons, too. Which, yeah, people believe that. That's why I'm like always like, okay, so the, we know the uh, the American military uh, funded um, uh, ta the Taliban and Bin Laden and labeled them freedom fighters to fight against the Soviet uh, Union, like they fight against the Soviets and fight against Russia. Uh, and then all of a sudden they flipped it and they're like, we need an enemy. And then the Bush family was very close with the Bin Laden family. And then until they needed to use them as a scapegoat for terrorism, and they used them. And then they funded um, Al Qaeda and ISIS. And now you don't think that they're funding 
Hamas too. It's yeah. We need to get over there and get that heroin. I mean, oil. Yeah, oil. They dubbed a fucking table of Osama. The one where he's uh-huh. in the cave. It's dubbed. Uh, that's um. Uh, that's a more technique. They dubbed the table of Osama. Um, and he, he says so about, uh, to, uh, and it's just, it's just funny. I can't remember the exact line, but he, Maltec, that's why I, who really woke me up and what made me realize what was going on was people like a more technique where he did a, he's done a whole song, um, about, uh, about 9-11 and how it was orchestrated and how they used these people. And they saw Bin Laden on Dallas in 1995. And then he, when he was on the top 10 for the F, the top 10 for the FBI. So it's like uh, the most wanted terrorist or whatever. So it's, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't trust that. Um, you know, an excuse to, you know, fight for your freedom and all that shit. And your freedom's halfway across the world. Go get yeah. it. I, it's very, that's what people are like. There's the, um, I can't remember his name Sawyer knows uh, of him but I really like his stuff I can't remember the dude's exact name but he's like you're so quick to stand with somebody across the world yeah. but you won't stand for your neighbor or st- like this is why I'm like Canadians are all like well we need Pierre we need a hero and it's like but you can't uh, be a hero in your own life you can't stand up for people 80% of Canadians got vaccinated and shit like that and didn't and just submitted to the will of like the government right and but yeah. now they're like want to be saved from this. And like, you guys couldn't even save yourselves. No, it's kind of sad. I know there's people that coerce and thought they're doing the right thing. I understand that. Um, so let's end up getting into Albert Pike. This is the, what I really want to get into because it's very interesting. So we're just going to get into a, a quick, um, thing of like, we're just going to discuss who Albert Pike was and then get into his predictions. So Albert Pike was born on December 29th, 1809 in Boston. and was the oldest of six children born to Benjamin and Sarah Andrews Pike. He studied at Harvard and later studied as uh, a brigadier general uh, in the Confederate Army. After the Civil War, Pike was found guilty of treason and jailed, only to be pardoned by his fellow Freemason president, Andrew Johnson. On April 22nd, 1866, he who met with him the next day at the White House. And on June uh, 20th, 1867, the Scottish Reich officials confirmed upon Johnson the fourth uh, to the 32nd degree Freemason degrees. Uh, he later went to Boston. He dedicated a Masonic temple. Pike was said to be a genius, able to read and write in six different languages. Although I cannot find any record of... 16. 16. I said, what did I say? Six? You said six. Okay, 16, so 16 like- different languages, which is pretty wild. I can't even comprehend French, but I'd rather not learn it anyway. <laughs> it's like, I hated learning French in school. Um, fuck those Frenchies. They want to be in their own country. It's fine because like everything's becoming so censored on uh, on TikTok. Everything you say now, any comment is taken down for the littlest thing. So the Quebec always complains they want to be their own country. Um, so let them. You know what I mean? Like the kick. And I I put, I just commented on this thing. I said kick them off to sea, and that was taken down. I was like, what did I say? And it's like, how did that get taken as a, like a, that's bad. Don't say that. That's what they want. Yeah. They didn't let them be their own thing. Me and Billy always joked about that. And like, I know there's listeners that are probably in Quebec. I know one guy that was like, uh, he's like, oh, I love your show. Um, I'm from Ottawa and I think Quebec is fucked. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, so like, I'm like, yeah, he's like, keep making fun of them. And I know there's people that get offended, but like not all people in Quebec are bad. But if you go there. They don't really like people that speak English. No. They, you were just there, too. I was just there like a month ago. They do not like us. Yep. So not one bit. They're, and that's why I always think it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny, right? Like all of these people that are in power in Canada are all French. Trudeau, 
uh, Pierre Polyev or whatever, Polyver, whatever. George St. Pierre, no. <laughs> no, but, yeah, yeah, all the, but even like, you know, uh, Jean Chrétien, and I know it, but it seems like all these p- politicians and all these people, these prime ministers of Canada, all seem to come from Quebec or have ties to uh, the French. And then the French are still conquering more than you understand. They still have their fingers very deep into a lot of the colonialism that is happening on Earth and 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 forcing people to adapt to their ideology or their language. And like they did the Haiti uh, and and a lot of other places that they took over and you know yeah. and made them adapt to their their ways. Um, but at the same time, then it's like. The people I saw a comment were like, p- calling a white guy a colonizer is like the N-word for black people. Because it's like the idea is like, I didn't fucking colonize shit. My grandparents didn't colonize shit. My parents didn't. My great-grandparents didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who knows about Brett's failure? But the idea of like that, you know, people thought they were doing the right thing. But that's why I want to get into the residential schools and stuff like that. Because forcing anyone to believe in your ideology is not right. Um, you know, live and let live is how we should you know, run the world. Uh, so it is, it is interesting. He's very smart. Um, he, uh, he at a very stage of his life was a poet, a philosopher, a frontiersman, a soldier, a humanitarian, a philanthropist. Sounds like a old Gatesy boy, except for Gates could never, Gates would not be able to withstand going into war, fighting for anything. It's funny to listen to that philanthropist. It's like full on rape. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. Which, uh, you know, especially if we're talking about Gates, the biggest uh, philanthropist of all. Um, <laughs> full on rape. <laughs> he, you know, he, he loved uh, he loved his buddy, man, Jeffrey. Him and him, you know, hanging out all the time, Best just having ones. wild parties. Uh, so a 33 degree, uh, degree Mason. Um, so uh, of the founding fathers in the head of the ancient accepted Scottish right of Freemasonry being the grand commander of the North American Freemasonry from 1859 and retained his position until his death in 1891. And get this, in 1869, he was the top leader in the Knights of the Klu Klux Klan. And, and they also, the Ku Klux Klan is, is also uh, connected to Freemasonry. And I would love, we'll eventually get into an episode about the Ku Klux Klan. We will. Well, like, we I continue, though. I <laughs> think it would be interesting. Um, Pike said, uh, said to be a Satanist who indulged in the occult and who apparently possessed a bracelet which he could use to summon Lucifer. <laughs> like some, some, you know, Constantine shit. Uh, and... Uh, he who he supposedly he had constant communication with now who knows about that at all uh, he was a grand master of the luciferian group known as the order of the palladium or the sovereign council of wisdom which was founded in paris in 1737 palladianism palladianism Pal- yeah palladianism palladianism that's how i'm gonna say it uh it's obviously uh yeah, it's funny because just to say, <laughs> I posted a clip where so Billy took over the podcast when we were doing the Halloween special. Uh, everyone that heard it will know this. And uh, so I proceeded to get really high. I got this new vaporizer. It's the coolest shit. You put it inside and you hit this button. It looks like like a lava lamp, a very small lava lamp. It fills up with smoke and you like drink it. You tilt it back and you just go and inhale it. It's fucking so cool. It gets you so ripped. So Billy took over. I took a piss. And then he sat in my chair and I'm like, well, if you're going to run it, stress me out. Cause I always have to click on the pictures. You've seen how I do it at my place yeah. uh, where I have to like make sure everything is kind of formatted in the right way. And then, so I got really high and then Billy like 
he's like, so, and her name was, uh, he's like, goddamn last names. And I was like, fuck you for always shitting on me, mispronouncing shit. I was like, see, it's not so hard. I just were like, I said, people have to understand. We've had like reviews, a lot of good reviews, but a couple people are like, this is so stupid. These idiots don't Cause everyone wants to have their own opinion. Right. Um, and like this show is supposed to be fun and we're drinking all the time. We're smoking weed on episodes. I've done mushrooms. So the idea of like, we're supposed to be having fun with this. Yeah. Some last names are weird to pronounce. Man, you give me like that's why Aaron from Ireland he wanted to give me like a lit, a name of um like Irish stuff to pronounce because he's like you probably butcher most of it. He had me read in one episode like cities in Ireland. That's <laughs> like getting close with some, but some are very offshoot. Oh, so this was brought from Greece, from Egypt by uh, Pythagoras, which eventually we'll do an episode about him. Juan's all about Pythagoras in the fifth century. And this was the cult of Satan that was introduced in the inner circles of the Masonic Lodge. And it was aligned with the Palladium of the Templars. In the 1801, Isaac Long, a Jew, brought a statue of Baphomet, Satan, to Charleston, South Carolina, which uh, where he helped establish the ancient and accepted Scottish Rite. Uh, Long, uh, Long apparently chose Charleston because its geographical location and it was 33, 33 parallels of latitude. Uh, incidentally, so is Baghdad, which is kind of weird. And this council is considered to be the mother supreme council of all Masonic lodges in the world in Charleston. It's a little weird. <laughs> so this is where we're going to get into it very shortly together. Um, with uh, Manzini, the Lord Henry Palmer of England, uh, and Otto von Bursmick from Germany, Albert Pike intended to use his Palladian right to create the satanic umbrella group that would tie all Mason groups together. Albert Pike died on April 2nd, 1891, and was buried in Oak Hill Cemetery, although his corpse of Pike currently lies at the headquarters of the Council of the 33 Degree Mason Scottish Reich in Washington. Uh, right, not Reich. Uh, see the, so if you want to know more about that, I guess, The Deadly Deception by Jim Shaw, uh, who was a former 33 Degree Mason and past Mason, uh, a past master of all the Scottish rights rights Jesus uh so I just want to, we'll just get quickly into this and then it ends on um the whole idea of uh the connection to World War Three. so I just want to get into this to to have people understand kind of the connection to Giuseppe Marzini which was the 33rd degree mason that's supposed to be headed the Illuminati organizations worldwide so he was like connected to all this stuff. He so because Mo, uh, Marzini's revolutionary activities in Europe and uh, Bavarian government cracked down on the Illuminati and other secret societies for allegedly plotting a massive overthrow of the European monarchies. As the secrets of the Illuminati were revealed, they were prosecuted and eventually disbanded. Hmm. So they did have enemies, and obviously this is why they started learning how to infiltrate themselves into other organizations and to like do it, uh, uh, you know, the a, a tiptoe, you know, tiptoe to totalitarianism. It's hard to say, but like essentially that's what they kind of wanted is to like infiltrate all these different organizations, right? And like because once you once you learn right about that you have to kind of say secret and you can't expose too much of what's going on right so albert pike and giuseppe Manz uh, manzini were very close and so 
Since Manzini also wanted Pike to head the Illuminati's American chapter, he clearly felt that Pike was worthy of such a task. So they kind of became friends. And Manzini's intention was once as a Mason had made up his, he made up his way through the Masonic ladder and proven himself worthy in the highest ranks of members would offer membership to the secret societies within the society. So let's just bring it because there's a lot of information to break down when it comes to the idea of, of what they were doing and how they were doing this. So let's get into the idea of where this all comes from of the Albert Pike's prediction into the three world wars. Okay. Right. So get this. So uh, the following letter that is speculation claims that Albert Pike wrote Giuseppe Manzini in 1871 regarding a conspiracy involving three world wars that were planned in an attempt to take over the world. And this is in 1871. Okay. Really weird. The Pike's letter to Giuseppe Manzini was displayed in a British museum in London until 1977, where obviously they were like, hmm, some Freemason was like, we should probably get rid of that. Keep that a secret. Check this out. The first world war must be brought about in order to permeate the Illuminati to overthrow the power of the czars in Russia and making that country a fortress of atheistic communism. Uh, the divergency caused by the uh, uh, Agentura, which agents of the Illuminati, so to say agents of the Illuminati, between the British and the Germanic empires will be used to format this war. At the end of the war, communism will be built and used in order to destroy the other governments in order to weaken the religions. Hmm. Pretty interesting because you see the way that World War I played out. Yeah. Right? And the whole what happened to Russia. The Second World War must be fomented um, by taking advantage of the fomented, uh, yeah, the Second World War must be fermented by taking advantage of the differences between fascists and political Zionists. This war must be brought about so Nazism is destroyed and that the political Zionism be strong enough to institute a sovereign nation state in Isra of Israel in Palestine. This is an 1871, dude. Isn't that bizarre? That is. During the Second World War, international communism must become strong enough in order to balance Christendom, which is Christianity and stuff like that, because obviously, you know, I think about the forefathers, and they were all Masons, so I don't trust people who are like, well, they gave us these, uh, you know, the the Declaration, Declaration of Independence, and, and I don't know, I think there's something shady about all that stuff. Um you know, the amendments were, are, are good, right? Especially the, you know, freedom of speech and because people believe that at the beginning that the Freemasons were like, they could have been good. They're trying to fight against yeah. the encroaching government, right? So, sorry, going back to the story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, you think Hitler was selected as a, sorry. <laughs> Do you think Hitler was selected as, you know, this person to, to uprise fascism? Yeah, 100%. I do think that they used him. Um, I think that he believed that he was fighting for something just and right, just like everybody else does. And uh, I think that they, they used him uh, and manipulated him. He was just a hurt, hurt boy. They just wanted to be a painter. 
you know, and like, and then they used him and his anger and his ability to speak. And that's why if you like re, if you watch some of the stuff, like, which is interesting is, um, uh, how to become a tyrant on Netflix, which you can tell is definitely before the pandemic. And it talks about how he saw these people speaking at this, like, in a bar, I think it was. And then he he went to the stage and he spoke out and started yelling and people started listening to him. And, you know, he's a nationalist about, like, you know, Germany, you know, becoming strong again and people, like, latched onto that message. And I think he was manipulated and used and there's people that think that he was possessed hmm. by some dark force. And the, But they they definitely used him because the, they they know they, the United States and well, people within the United States and Masons funded him. Yeah. To become powerful as he was, and to they didn't get all that that weaponry and the means to create to be able to attack the way they did one country attacking all these other countries. You know, they just didn't get that money on their own. The Rothschilds helped sponsor him and stuff like that, right? And that's I don't know. It's very shady and sketchy, pretty crazy. And then which then would restrain and held in check until the time when they would need it for the final social cataclysm. Now, everybody, think about what's going on right now. <clears throat> and I heard about this a long time ago. David Icke used to talk about this letter and the fact of when it was written. So the Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage, uh, fomented of taking advantage of the differences caused by the agents of the Illuminati between political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, it's funny how people say the Muslim, not Muslim, Muslim, the Muslim Arabic world and the political Zionism, the state of Israel, must destroy each other. Hmm. And you think about what's going on now, they must be used to destroy each other. Pretty interesting, eh? Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, and spiritual and economical exhaustion. Hmm. Economic exhaustion. So like the idea of like that, and you see it right now, everyone's fighting. There's huge protests for pro-Palestine or pro-Israel and, and people can say what they want. Yes, uh, people have been radicalized on both sides and I really do believe that. We shall unleash the nihilist and the atheist and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm which in all is a horror which will show clearly to the nations the effects of the absolute atheism, origins of the savagery and the most bloody turmoil. It just, it is so crazy. Then everywhere, the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries and will exterminate those destroyers of civilization and the multitude of uh, the disillusioned with Christianity. Uh, who, who's, uh, who's their dynastic spirits will from the moment be without compass or direction. So to break it down, because obviously this is written in 1871, they're saying that they are they will use people to destroy religions and have the, this idea that like they want atheists, uh, you know, to take over and to people to let go of religion so they can bring in the one world government is the whole idea. So these people will not have a compass or direction of where to go because they will be consumed by that system. Right, makes sense. So uh, an anxious for an ideal but without knowing where to render its adoration 
will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out to the public view. So as soon as the dust settles and supposedly uh, Israel and Palestine destroy each other equally, then they can finally bring the Luciferian order out in the open and show everybody, finally put it all in... Now this is the way a piece of some sort, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the manifestation will result uh, from the general revolu- uh, the reactionary moment, which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and uh, exterminated at the same time. So they use both sides to destroy Christianity and also Judaism and also all religions, all religions to destroy it all, so they can bring in the new world order and have everyone adopt uh, to. As long as it means you know somewhere to sleep, food, and water, they don't yeah. care. No, that's they're going to make people so desperate. And the idea, right, is the the next generation, uh, if they don't realize what is actually going on, and they can can if they can brainwash and radicalize the next generation, and and if you see this out of especially the more leftist, but there's a lot more kids growing up that are atheist and and don't believe in anything, and they believe in the physical world, and 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 that's why I try to show people what's going on and say that like I'm not religious and I have friends that are religious right but I, I I'm very spiritual and I understand that there is something greater than this and there could be a God that thought reality into creation or some sort of divine force I do think that is very possible um, but they a lot of kids don't know what to believe in there's a lot of youth that don't know what to believe in and mm. they're so stuck in this physical world and if you go listen to the episode that we did about the reptilians with Juan um, is that I like you know we talked very in depth about the whole um, idea is that they're consumed by the physical world mm. and they're like addicted to it you know well they're misled by it more yeah. or less. pretty trippy like I wanted to get into this because I thought it was really interesting considering what was going on uh, yes it was kind of a, a little dry in some points and like yeah it was this was a lot of the, the, the information I took this from was written a long time ago by Freemasons um, so you know I'm gonna and it's 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 pretty early considering how late we usually do episodes I decided let's get up let's record uh, and let's have some coffee and, and enjoy ourselves and stuff like that. But I hope everyone enjoyed this episode because there is a lot more to come. And I'm really going to dive pretty deep into this stuff and really read through it so I have a great understanding of what's going on. But it's uh, pretty interesting, eh? What do you think? Pretty weird how you predicted. It is pretty weird how everything, it's, well, how the first part's already played out. Who's to say the second part's not? And if it actually does happen, then, jeez. Yeah. I know, and that's what's crazy is that this was written, and that's the idea of that. Like even David Icke was talking about this recently, and I know I brought him up because I feel like he is able to see things from the outside, and people can say he could be, you know, controlled opposition. I don't know. I doubt it. By the way, he talks about every side that he criticizes every side, and, and even he's the South Park of his day. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and realizes kind of what's going on. But he said he's like you know that. Uh, that they're they're trying to control everything and they I don't know they're doing it right out in the open and that people are going to be so consumed like fighting each other mm-hmm. and it is interesting that this was written he's like he's always like and people are like how did you predict the future how did you know this stuff was going to happen and he's like because I researched and they were writing it down these are not predictions these are a guidebook that he's read through the Masonic or the Illuminati or whatever. These guide, these, these guides that sh- they, they're telling you out in the open. And that's why I always say to people... That's part of the religion too. They have yeah. to tell you what's going to happen before they do it. 
That's if you don't, what, yeah. if you don't react, then they have every right to do it. That's why I, I've said that where it's like a karmactic agreement. I believe beyond this physical form is that. You know, if if they tell you out in the open and you go to the World Economic Forum website or the UN, which is both terrorist organizations, and they tell you out in the open that they're going to do the, uh, A, B, and C, and then you don't do anything about it, they're already putting it out in the open, and if your silence is compliance. Yeah. And that's why I say people need to speak out and especially push against this... Uh, uh, you know, this whole control of information and stuff. And we do hope people really enjoy these episodes because there's going to be some very fun, hilarious content that we produce. We always do fun stuff like that. But I'm going to start sneaking in some very in-depth conversations about some of these going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Like I'm, I want to do the Karzarian Mafia episode and I know people might get a little upset about how it is uh, talking about what most people can't talk about. You're not, like I said, if you yeah. who you can't criticize, it probably is in control. Exactly. Know? You have any thoughts? Pretty weird, eh? They he predicted in it is. 1871. And if this The only thing we can do is wait and watch. Not even that. I do think that there we can change the outcome. Don't let these people fulfill uh their doomsday prophecies, right? All right. Let's let's speak out, let's let's rise up. That's why I, I you know, that's what I want to end it on this. Like, that's why I call both sides of political parties. And then people get mad. And it's like, well, we need someone to save us. Save yourselves, everybody. Be the hero that you want to be. <laughs> All right. Everybody love everybody. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of stuff on Patreon. That's the best way to support us. Um, you know, I don't show this out as often, but definitely there's the two merch sites that we have up where you can buy a cool shirt. My, uh, You can't really see it, but I have my reptilian, the reptilian shirt on, which my lizard guy with his, his uh, tinfoil hat on. So go check out that because that's a fun t-shirt to, to rep and have some conversations. Um, but we have a lot of stuff coming. There's going to be a lot of stuff heading into the winter and all that stuff. And, um, you know, Remember, take nothing serious. Take nothing seriously. Nothing I said should be taken as, uh, as serious. We will, we, we, everything is, just um, food for thought. Yeah. It's just food for thought. Right. So, uh, everybody love everybody and, uh, stop picking sides in a, in a war that kills innocent people. Avita <laughs> Zane. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>